Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. O-G. Make some noise! How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. Major League Baseball is not only buying into gambling these days, but now it's altering rules to cater specifically to gambling. Yet, Pete Rose remains on the outside of baseball looking in. Plus, what's up with the New York football giants? I'll tell you what's up. And moving away from sports... Jesse Smollett indicted on 16 felony counts and those idiotic remarks people are making about it. So like I said, listen up because you're really going to want to get a load of this. All right. When I heard this, what was going on last week in baseball and when it was announced, I'm like, huh? Like you could have knocked me over with a feather. Literally. I mean, knock me over with a feather. Major League Baseball managers, all right? From now on, the new rule is this. They have to submit their lineups, right? Their lineup cards. They have to submit their lineups to the commissioner's office. Get a load of this. 15 minutes prior to the lineups being made public. Why? So they those lineups can be sent to MGM Resorts, baseball's new gambling partner. So the betting lines can be set on each game. For lack of a better term, you can't make this shit up. I, I, I mean, what am I listening to? What am I reading? What am I hearing? Listen, I'm no Pollyanna. I get it. You've heard me. We've done podcasts on it. I am not a proponent of legalized gambling on professional sports. Uh, I've said this in the past, and my reasoning is, well, first of all, it's like anything else. Uh, It's going to create a whole avenue for people to become addicted to gambling. People who never bet on a game before are now going to be, they're going to find it easy. Oh, let me bet on this. Oh, let me bet on the World World Series. Oh, let me bet on, oh, the Mets. The Mets and Yankees are playing in the subways. People will bet. Just It's like buying lottery tickets. And I've said this in the past. People 
you go into a store, especially a little bodega or a neighborhood corner joint, you know, in in in, in a non-affluent area, you're going to see people spending money on lottery tickets looking to hit the jackpot, and they don't have the money. I'm not talking about spending $10. People are spending 100 200 They're spending money on lottery tickets that they shouldn't be spending. They're addicted to it. That, to me, can happen. It, I, listen, again, uh, same thing with pot. You know, do I think smoking marijuana is the end of the world? No, I don't. But... I can tell you this, anybody I who I knew growing up who ended up doing cocaine or heroin or any other bad drug, they all got started for the first thing they did was smoke pot. So if you make it easy, then it's easier to have a problem. But I, I digress here. Let's get back to what Major League Baseball has just done. It is mind-boggling to me. I mean, you really, I do not understand. Well, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I understand because now they're in bed with gambling. But it is just, it seems to me so damn hypocritical. Damn hypocritical. And I, I want you to hear something. How baseball has changed its tune over in recent years. Because back in 2015, I had a sit down at Channel 5 with uh, baseball commissioner Rob uh, Manfred. I want you to hear what he had to say when I spoke to him about gambling. Pete Rose remains out of baseball for the time being because of gambling. Okay? You yourself have said we need to give a fresh consideration to legalize gambling. Mm -hmm. To me, gambling is still gambling. I don't think that uh, baseball's fundamental stance, uh, that illegal gambling certainly, and some kinds of legalized gambling, meaning sports books, uh, could be detrimental to the integrity of the game. You get that? Not only illegal, but legalized gambling could be detrimental with sports books could be detrimental to the integrity of the game. And listen, I like Commissioner Rob Manfred. I do. I think he's good. I think he's a gentleman. I think he really cares about the game. And he cares about young people. But this, to me, is a screw-up. This, this is a blatant screw-up. All of a sudden, managers have to put in their, submit their lineup cards to the commissioner's office 50 minutes before they're made public. Now, I don't want to seem crass, okay? Forget about somebody twisting an ankle, banging a knee, pulling a muscle that all of a sudden they can't play. Suppose I'm your cleanup hitter. Suppose I'm Aaron Judge. All right? Suppose I'm, what do you know, Robbie Cano? And all of a sudden, 
I'm in the dugout, and for lack of a better term, I got a bellyache, and I got to go take a shit. All right? Again, I don't mean to be crass, but really, it happens, folks. What are we going to have to sit? Am I going to have to sit before the commissioner explain why I had to go? Did the manager know I had a bellyache? Did did the manager know I had maybe headaches prior to the This, to me, first of all, it looks so incredibly bad. You are flat out catering to gambling. You're altering your plans and your rules according to gambling. That's what this new rule stipulates. I... I it is mind-boggling to me how baseball could be so foolish. Is it everything for the price? Does, does just everything have a price on it? L- listen, we have been indoctrinated to how about the evils of, of gambling, in particular w- with the sport of baseball going back to the Black Sox scandals of 1919, you know, Arnold Rothstein fixing the World Series. I, I mean, we, we've we been told about that. And, you know, Babe Ruth, he, he saved baseball. He brought baseball back from that dark era. You know, we, we heard all about Shoeless Joe Jackson and all these people. And now it's come to this in 2019. I, I just, I, it. This is a decision that ha, that lacks complete common sense, and was not thought out whatsoever. They can tell you, well, we thought carefully about this. Thought my ass. Thought my ass. There was no thinking, no logical explanation for this, other than to say, hey. We become greedy. We want a piece of the pie in any which way it can be cut and given to us. And if we look like horses' asses doing it, so be it, as long as we get to eat the pie. Makes no sense whatsoever, and I think it's an embarrassment to the game. But if you heard how I started that little conversation with the commissioner, I started Pete Rose you know, is, remains out of baseball. So now my answer, my question is this. Why does Pete Rose remain out of baseball? What, what, what did he do wrong? Pete Rose was dumped back in 1989. Why? Because he bet on the game while he was the manager of the Cincinnati Reds. That is no secret. It is... Well, been well documented. We've talked about it since we're blue, you know, made us blue in the face. Okay? Talking about Santa for 30 years. He remains out of baseball, not in the Hall of Fame, the game's all time hit leader. All right? Yep, that's Pete Rose. But he remains out of baseball. Now, 
I have said this time and time and time again that he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Okay? Uh, The numbers don't lie. He is what he is. He did not cheat. Now, did he violate a rule? You're damn right he did. And he suffered the consequences, and he should have suffered the consequences. He broke a long, hard rule. But rules in baseball are now being changed. They are now being altered. Okay? If we can change rules and we can alter rules, how about altering this rule? Let Pete Rose back in. Specifically because baseball is looking like a bunch of hypocritical a-holes. I I mean, for all of us who have believed that Pete Rose belongs in a hall, this just opened up the garage door and said, "Come on, fellas, come on ladies, come give me your arguments." Well, how do you de- how does baseball defend itself? The rules have changed. All of a sudden you're accepting gambling. Not only are you accepting gambling, but you're you're altering your rules. You're catering to gamblers. I mean, 50 minutes before a lineup is made public, it has to be sent to the commissioner's office. This is the most nonsensical, stupid move I've ever, ever heard. But, hey, when you came up with this, somebody had to think, holy shit. I mean, the people who are supporting Pete Rose, they're going to come at us guns blazing. You're damn right. So rules are being changed. Rules are being changed all the time. Well, now, hey, we we didn't we forget just gambling. Rules have been changed, right? You no longer have to throw four intentional balls to walk a guy. A rule has been changed. You got all kinds of different rules in baseball. Video replay rules, this rule, that rule. Rules get altered. So let's change this rule. Baseball is now accepting accepting of gambling. If baseball is now accepting of gambling, baseball is now saying, well, times have changed. Let's move into the now era. Now it's business. So and now if times have changed and baseball is accepting of gambling, why shouldn't baseball be accepting of Pete Rose? I think it's as simple as that. If baseball is, somebody needs to tell me if baseball is accepting of gambling, then why should Pete Rose not be accepted back by baseball? And you know what? While we're on the topic of it, Shoeless Joe Jackson, same deal. But obviously Pete Rose is, is, is the big, big name. Because, you know, Pete, thank goodness, is still with us. But but really, someone needs to explain to me while, why baseball can be accepting of gambling, but it cannot be accepting of Pete Rose. Because it makes no sense. I mean, 
He did not cheat. Did not use juice. I mean, I mean the whole thing, it, it stinks. I got to look at this putz, A-Rod. I got to look at him on ESPN. I got to look at him on Fox. Now, that's TV, okay? But you can bet your sweet ass baseball has some input in that. This guy's not only a flat-out cheater, he's a flat-out multiple cheater and liar. You're accepting gambling now, but Pete, let me tell you, they better, Pete Rose better be put back into, better be put back into baseball, better be eligible for the Hall of Fame. And all the people who vote, Better vote his ass in. Otherwise, all those voters, they all, all the writers and people who who vote ought to be ripping baseball apart for being giant-sized hypocrites. It's terrible. It's the most, baseball just shot themselves in the foot. Both feet. And the temple. It just it's it's mind boggling to me how baseball can do this. Ma- managers, you got to submit your lineup card fifteen minutes prior to being made public to the commissioner's office. Oh my goodness! I, I mean, when I heard this, uh, you, you know, and I heard you know some people wrote about it this past weekend, but for crying out loud. I thought there should have been an uproar as soon as it w- was made public. I was chomping at the bit to get in here today. Chomping at the bit. I, it, it just, listen, the minute I heard that baseball was being accepting of gambling, you know, back in the, in the offseason, whenever the heck official data was announced, I said to myself, well, this has to open up the door for Pete Rose. It just has to open up the door. You know, baseball, you heard the commissioner say that illegal gambling and certainly illegal gambling certainly and sometimes um yeah i wrote it down i don't have to play it again but you know the commissioner's comments was baseball's fundamental stance illegal gambling certainly and some kinds of legalized gambling meaning sports books could be detrimental to the integrity of the game that ain't me that's Rob Manfred, Commissioner of Baseball, talking to me in 2015. But now we got a chance to, you know, like, well, I don't know, what is it, 50, 100 million, 80 million, they make a deal. So, oh, okay, so now we'll, we can alter the rules. Uh, let's, let's bring us into the now generation, the now era. Times have changed. Yeah, times have changed. Well, the time has come. If you're going to do this, then you better damn well not take a look. Not take a look. But you better damn well put Pete Rose 
back in baseball and get him into the Hall of Fame with his 4,256 hits. Okay? And, you know, this is just mind-boggling stupidity to me. And until Pete Rose is in, it remains mind-boggling hypocrisy as well. Doesn't make any sense to me. Just completely dumbfounds me. I do not understand it for one second. It, 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 It makes baseball look so stupid. But, but th- I mean, what are you going to question, like, every time there is a lineup change? And for crying out loud, there's a lot of reasons for lineup changes. It could happen. Guy pulls this, guy pulls that. Literally, like what I said, guy's got to run to the bathroom. <laughs> I got an upset stomach. I got a toothache. I got a migraine. And now we're going to question every. Oh, wait a minute. Now... now- now baseball and managers are coming under the microscope. Why did he do that? Oh, well, wait a minute. He was supposed to be in. We didn't know. The, oh, the betting line. Give me a break. Give me an effing break. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you, you couldn't. There was a, think about it, there was a time, I think it was, um, I don't have the article in front of me, I think it was Bill Madden, uh, past weekend, brought out a point, and I remember when I think it was Mantle and Mays, Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays, they had to disassociate themselves or something, they got in trouble with the commissioner's office because they were um, working in Atlantic City, like, Kind of like glad handlers, greeters, whatever the hell you want to call them. Think about how times have changed. Times have changed. So now we're in bed with gamblers. Now we're we're in bed with legal sports books. We're in bed with them. We're making whoopee with them. Pete Rose. As long as baseball can be accepting, accepting of gambling, especially this way, to this extent, where you're catering to the gaming books, then you better damn well be accepting of Pete Rose into baseball in the Hall of Fame. That's all I'm going to say on that issue, period. Just get it done, baseball, because until you do, you're going to look like a horse's ass. Really, a horse's ass. All right, let's uh, shift gears a little bit, talk a little uh, football. You know, it's free agency now, so uh, it's going to be, you know, things should really get interesting uh this week and from this week on to see who goes where in uh, professional football. But, uh, but by the way, l- let me digress for one second. I happened to be thumbing through the, the post this past Sunday. 
And I happened to see they were talking about, speaking of gambling, they were talking about betting lines with the AAF. Yeah, the new football league. And then next year, you next the AAF started this year, and then the next year it's the uh, XFL. Let me say this: anybody who's betting on AAF football, you have a serious gambling addiction. That's all I'm going to say on that. That's all I'm going to say on that. I, I, who who knows anything about the AAF? But, I mean, I mean, if you're betting on that, then you're going to bet on two cockroaches running across the you know kitchen floor. But again, let's get back to you know so uh, football and uh, in particular your New York Football Giants. Last week, Giants made a lot of noise uh, with two moves. One said goodbye to safety Landon Collins. And two said goodbye to uh, O.V., Olivier Vernon, and uh, they traded uh, pass rusher Olivier Vernon to the Cleveland Browns for uh, a guard, big offensive lineman, Kevin Zeitler. Let's first get to Landon Collins, because everybody uh, was having a baby and going nuts over Landon Collins. You know, the Giants chose not to put the franchise tag on him. And basically they said, not basically, they said goodbye. Wish them well and say goodbye. Landon, one of my favorite guys. Quite frankly, Landon and OV, they're, they're two of my favorite guys. Like both of them. But let me address Landon first. Folks, it's professional football with a salary cap. And with that comes certain restrictions. Landon Collins, as much as I like him, Landon Collins is not a good cover guy. Not in any way, shape, or form. And anybody is going to tell you that. He's not. And in particular, in this league now, with the wide receivers, if you can't cover, you can't play. Landon Collins' strong point has been his tackling and his hitting. He's also a guy now coming off two years of injuries. So the tackling and hitting comes into question. If the Giants would have put a franchise tag on him, it would have been eleven million or eleven and a half million, something like that. I love Landon, but he's not worth it. He wasn't worth it. Now people are saying, "Well, why the hell didn't they trade him back? You know, during before the trading deadline and get get something for him?" Well, yeah, but easier said than done because maybe at that time they didn't know exactly what they wanted to do with Landon Collins. I don't think they wanted, at that point, they didn't know what they wanted to do with Landon Collins. So that hard decision had to be made, and it was. 
But then I'm reading and hearing, oh, my God, when that happened, Dave Gettleman, the GM, he doesn't have a plan. What the hell is he thinking? They just let a guy go. That's it. But then a couple of days later, Olivier Vernon gets traded. Now, Olivier Vernon, as far as I was concerned, he he was not going to get traded. He was going to get dumped. They weren't going to get anything for him. If they were going to get a low-round draft choice, I think that would have been a lot. He just, listen, OV came for a boatload of money. Unfortunately, he was hurt the last two years playing here and was not worth it. But not only did they get something, they get a stud offensive lineman in Kevin Zeitler from the Browns. A stud. So that was a great acquisition. Then all of a sudden, when he made that, oh, all of a sudden, Dave Gettleman, now he's got a plan. Now he's got a plan. I don't know if it's social media that is the big culprit in this. I believe it really is because you've heard me say this several, several times, and it's not just about sports. It's about reporting it's about politics. It's about business. It's about everything. The industry, the journalist, the journalism industry, if that's what we're going to call it. I'm talking about sports, out of sports, entertainment, whatever the hell you want. People are more concerned today, reporters, I hate to say, it, you know, I don't want to label all of them, but a great majority and I think that has a lot to do with their editors and news directors and program directors. A lot of them are more concerned about being right. Oh, excuse me, more concerned about being first than they are about being right. And people just come out with this stuff. Uh, you, you know, this is a terrible move. That's a terrible. Instead of waiting to see if things play out. Well, let's look at the reasoning behind the moves. And if I got to read one more time about somebody talking about Odell Beckham Jr., the Giants looking to, you know, possibly trade him. You know how many people call me up? Russ, friends, is this real? And I get pissed off. I say, don't believe any of it. I'll say it for the umpteenth time. If somebody calls up the Giants and said, uh, we're interested in uh, Odell Beckham Jr., that doesn't mean it's a negotiation. That means it's a listen. Listening is not a negotiation. You want Odell Beckham Jr.? Okay, so if somebody calls up Dave uh, Gettleman, you want Odell Beckham Jr.? I'm saying this for the hundredth time. Dave Gettleman says, okay, what are you offering? Hello? That's not a negotiation. That doesn't mean the Giants are moving in earnest to trade Odell Beckham Jr. Nor anybody else for that matter. It's it's called, if a GM does not do that, then the GM ought to have his ass fired because he's not doing his due diligence. So, I mean, if I, I got to continue, 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 I was... Odell Beck, stop. Will you please? 
it, it, then I'm reading this shit that Odell Beckham, you know, maybe they'll train him because Odell Beckham's not happy with Eli. There's, there's no tension. That's bullshit. Yeah, Odell said this year, that, that last year, there's no tension. I've seen him in the locker room time and time again. Again, everybody is entitled to their opinion. But you're not entitled to your own facts. It's a big, big difference. Big difference. Big difference. Yeah, you know, I'll get back to Pete Rose here. Yeah, I'm I'm basing my opinion that I think Pete Rose should be in a Hall of Fame based upon the fact that baseball has altered its rules. But don't just come out with shit about Odell Beckham this or this guy that just because if it's an opinion, fine. Don't make it a fact. And, and you know, a source. Everybody's got a source. Here's your source. Right here's your source. Give me a break with that shit. So that's that on that. And now we come to my final bit of what I call nonsense. Our buddy, Jussie Smollett. So, you know, no doubt I've heard. Um, he was indicted on 16 felony counts. All right. Indicted on 16 felony counts. So his lawyer, Mark, uh, Garagos, Garagos, you know, him comes out and saying, it's nothing more. Those indictments are nothing more than an attempt to make headlines. Nothing more than attempt to make headlines. Now, listen, Garagos, he's Smollett's attorney. So whether I think it's nonsense or not, I get that he's coming out because that's his job. He's being paid to defend uh, uh, Jesse Smollett. But you got to use a little common sense. Should I come out? Mark Garrico's got to say to himself, I'm his attorney, but should I come out and say it's an attempt by the prosecution or whoever it is, the, nothing more than an attempt to make headlines? To which I would ask, Mr. Garrigos, and when you're nitwit of a client, Mr. Smollett, made the false claim of a hate crime. Was he not making a feeble attempt to make headlines? And quite frankly, at the same juncture, divide the country because that's what it would do? I mean, give me a, give me a break with this shit. I mean, you want to come and defend your client, that's fine. But don't be so stupid and make an asinine comment like that and attempt to make headlines. What What was Jesse Smollett doing? Oh, I got a noose around my neck. 
I beat my the guys. Two guys beat me up. I, I mean, really. Then I love this one. Queen Latifah, she was talking about, um, and I'm quoting now. She was talking about Jussie Smollett because uh, I, I guess she was on at Empire, the, the show that he was on with him. And basically, she said, uh, he, you know, he's always been a nice person, sweet and this and that. So, and I quote, she goes on to say, so until I see definitive proof, which I haven't seen yet, then you know I got to go with him until I see otherwise. That's Queen Latifah. Well, I'll bet your ass that when Queen Latifah first heard that Jesse, Jesse Smollett, was accosted and allegedly beaten up, you know, by two guys and putting a noose around his neck. I bet you there was no, let's wait and see if this is true. I bet you everybody was buying in to it right then and there. You saw Paul Lee Daniels, one of the creators of uh, Empire. You know, brilliant director with um, the Butler and and Precious, who who like uh, Jesse Smollett is a gay African American man, who who you can see him trembling, how upset he was when it first came out. I mean, it was people like him, as I said several times, that I feel bad for. Because Jesse Smollett just sent everything backwards. But Queen Latifah says, I want to wait until I see. If, I haven't seen definitive proof. Oh, you haven't seen definitive proof. Just you've seen a complete investigation. You've seen a check that the moron made out. <laughs> the two black guys instead of two white guys. Where the rope was purchased. Nah. You haven't seen any proof, but you're going to wait until you see otherwise. People just talk and they make themselves look like idiots. You want to be a loyal friend? God bless you, Queen Latifah. Mark Garagos, you're Smollett's lawyer. God bless you. You got a job to do. But think before you speak. Because... The stuff you come out with is absolutely idiotic. Idiotic. And you make yourselves look like morons. Really? And that's a wrap, folks, on today. So I want to thank all of you for getting a load of this. And now... My friends, I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on this podcast. You can let me know on Twitter, at Russ Salzberg, on Facebook. You can visit my website, russsalzberg.com. My thanks always to the big man who takes care of me across the way, Crash, a.k.a. Mike Caragliano, to uh, Chris Rudsky, head of the OG Podcast Network, to my outstanding OG Podcast Network producer Tim Einickel to 77 WABC program director Craig Schwab, my buddy, his assistant, 
Matt Dahl, and last but certainly not least, you guys and gals out there, because without you guys and gals out there, I'd have nobody here to talk to, nobody here for me to say to you, get a load of this. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have a good week. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.